Timeout when there's gaps in coverage. Every team needs a player that they can count on to help out. Aflac Supplemental Insurance can help close the gap between what health insurance covers and what it doesn't. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Aflac pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I'm not sure who's had more jobs, Seton or Paulie, or who's had more interesting jobs, Ooh. Seton or Paulie. But like Seton worked at the airport. Yeah. He was a postman. Yep. Okay. Those yeah. aren't exciting. Delivered flowers. Yeah. I was a security guard. I worked at a pharmacy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. But Paulie was a bouncer. Yeah. DJ at a country western nightclub. And you sold beer at Scottsdale Stadium. Gosh, is that not the dream? I know. Miller Lite. I could use one right now. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Lite. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite. Get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Panini America is breaking new ground with exclusive NIL deals featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. They had Washington's Michael Penix Jr. How about J.J. McCarthy, the quarterback at Michigan, rising star Arch Manning at Texas. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. New features coming out all the time. Brand new license with WWE that's now there at the Panini site. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Make sure you check out everything for the most popular trading cards with brands like Prism, Donruss, and more at PaniniAmerica.net or the Panini Direct app. Plus, discover Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest moments of the week. Visit PaniniAmerica.net today. The official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Dan Patrick. Dan Patrick. So sports may be hard to come by at the moment. Nothing's permanent. I'm not saying it's permanent. But the Dan Patrick Show is impossible to miss. From our podcast to YouTube to the iHeartRadio app. Listen any way you want, anytime, anywhere. <coughs> Get away from me. Probably at your house. I'm just going to make some assumptions.
Dan Patrick and Patrick. Welcome to the Dan Patrick Show. Truly amazing. Just a week away from the NFL draft. Extremely confident. Nobody brings you bigger guests or better experts. Dan Orlovsky, football analyst, former NFL quarterback. Think of all the quarterbacks that we've talked about in the draft in the last 15, 20 years that when the first two or three things out of people's mouth are he's big, he's strong. More often than not, those cats have failed because that stuff doesn't matter. It should be the other way, the mental. And so that's what concerns me about Justin Herbert. It's like no one's going, man, he's got great instincts. Or gosh, his accuracy is ridiculous. Or he's just got this ability to make all these different kinds of throws. Those are all the things that people talk about or like that I talk about that he struggles with. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave and the Danettes Homes, <laughs> this is Dan Patrick. Final hour on this Friday, Traeger Meat Friday. We will crown our Meat Madness champ. That'll be in about a half hour. Voting will close and we'll hand out a Traeger grill. You can still vote if you like. Go to, to uh, the website, danpatrick.com. While you're there, check out the uh, T-shirts. We have the Tampa Bay T-shirts. Uh, still going hot and heavy there. And we haven't received a cease and desist yet from uh, Tom Brady. But maybe that's forth. Hopefully, that's uh, forthcoming. We don't check our mail around here. That's the problem. I got to get Dylan, who does the graphics for the TV portion of the program. I got to get him to go to the post office here and check and see if we got to cease and desist. One of the, like, I have a couple of things that are pretty cool. I have a, a letter that Commissioner Stern sent to Mark Cuban where he got fined. And I said to Cuban, you've been fined so many times. Can I have one of those letters? And then I framed it and put it in my office here in the man cave. That's pretty good. But a cease and desist from Tom Brady with the Tampa Bay T-shirts, that would be great. And maybe an autograph picture. A cease and desist and an autograph picture, and then we'll consider that. But uh, welcome to the program. A final hour here. Coming up, we'll talk to the PGA Commissioner, Jay Monahan. Golf's coming back. Golf's coming back in June, at least first week in June, and that's what they're at least that's the time frame. I don't think fans are going to be out there. All of these different scenarios have to do with fans not being in attendance. And there's a variety of scenarios. Let me run something by you. Now, this isn't going to happen, but these are things that are being explored. Baseball was looking at the All-Star Weekend in Los Angeles. So that's the middle of July to have a season kickoff event. They were going to have two L.A. teams Cody Bellinger and Mike Trout would pick their all-star teams in a similar fashion to how the NBA does. You're going to have it in L.A., and you're going to let Cody Bellinger and Mike Trout, because you're not going to be able to vote on this as a fan into the all-star game. And they would pick their team for the all-star game. They also were trying to look at the start of the season over the 4th of July weekend with no fans. They're also, the scenario that I'm being told is this: the World Series was going to be played in Los Angeles in November, whether or not the Dodgers were involved. It was going to be at Dodger Stadium. But, you know, California's statement from two days ago saying that large sporting crowds would probably not happen before the end of the year ended the possibility of those scenarios. This hasn't been made public, I don't think. But that these are two scenarios where you have all-star festivities that kick off and you had Cody Bellinger and Mike Trout were going to pick teams and that they were going to hold the World Series in Los Angeles at Dodger Stadium, whether the Dodgers were in there or not. McLovin, update the poll results if you can. 
Okay, I put up that signature food question. I know it's silly, but it's Friday. Of the Danettes and you, who has the best city food? Cheesesteaks, number one. Mm. Then Chicago beef sandwiches. And then you and Todd are tied for third. A distant 1% is a New Jersey pork roll. <laughs> That's Seton. Seton's recommendation of pork roll. I've been to Jersey a lot. I don't know if I've ever had a pork roll. Oh, man. You don't know what you're missing. You guys lead the league in diners, though, don't you, in Jersey? Yeah, yeah. We got a strong diner culture, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we have Gold Star and Skyline Chili in Cincinnati and Montgomery in Ribs, which is pretty tasty. But I was trying to squeeze in White Castle hamburgers in there, but I found out that I think they originated in Wichita. We did the research there. But we'll take it. The white one is great. Get a suitcase of White Castles. Man. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, we've been talking about the uh, Bulls documentary, The Last Dance. We had the director on. The fact that they're not even done yet. They got six episodes done. They got two in the red zone and then two that it feels like they're at the one-yard line as they're finishing this up. And Michael Jordan is still, I guess, involved in the process here of, you know, I, Michael wants this to be great. And once he committed to doing this, I think he wanted to make sure that they were going to present this in the way that he thought was honest and who they were going to interview. But what I, and I asked uh, Jason Hare, who is the director of this, I said, who is not going to like how they're portrayed? And he's like, well, you know, I, I'm portraying everybody honestly. I said, who's not going to like this? He said, well, Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we asked for Isaiah to join us. Uh, he was on XM, Sirius XM NBA radio on Wednesday. And uh, he had this to say when asked the question of LeBron or Michael Jordan, who's better. And this, I think, on the heels of Bill Lane Beer, Isaiah's teammate, who was asked to pick between LeBron and Michael. But we'll hear from Isaiah Thomas, the NBA Hall of Famer, and then we'll hear from Bill Lane Beer. When it comes to the LeBron and the Jordan debate, I've said that I think LeBron is a is a more complete basketball player all around uh, than than Jordan was. Jordan was, you know, a dominant scorer, and he could score the basketball. But what LeBron James has done in terms of passing, scoring, rebounding, winning, you know, and in terms of just a, a, a all around player, you know, in my opinion, LeBron James is a better all-around player. Now, Michael Jordan is a more devastating scorer. When you talk about, you know, assisting and passing and, and getting people involved, as, you know, Lambert said, you know, it, it took Jordan a while to figure out how to do that, how to get his teammates involved, how to make his teammates better. It took him a while to learn how to do that. LeBron James came into the league understanding how to do that. And he's been doing that his whole career. All right. I mean, I said this in the first hour. I, I look at LeBron as a more all-around, well-rounded player. But understand this. When we talk about Isaiah, talk about Michael as a great scorer. Michael was also, I believe, defensive player of the year. I'm going to guess he was on first-team all-NBA defense probably 10 years in his career. There's only offense and defense in the NBA. And Mike was great at both ends of the floor. Now, was he a great teammate? Did he make teammates better? We can argue that. Was he a better passer? No. Was he a better rebounder? No. Could LeBron score in more ways than Michael? Yes, in my opinion. Yes. But if I'm winning a title and there's one game, I'm taking Mike. 
And if you ask Isaiah that, I wonder what his answer would be. Here's Bill Lane Beer, also part of the Bad Boys. He was on first take, and he had uh, this to say about picking between LeBron and Michael. I'm very vocal. I think LeBron is the best player that's ever played the game. Um, he's six foot eight, 285 pounds, runs like the wind, and jumps out of the gym. And but more importantly, when he came in the league from day one, he knew how to involve his teammates to win. Uh, and that's something that Jordan had to learn for a long time. Now, if you go by championships, obviously Michael Jordan has more championships. But I think LeBron in any generation would be doing what he's doing right now uh, all these years. And I think he, at the end of the day, I firmly believe that he's the best basketball player in the history of the game. All right, that's fine. I mean, the, this is what's fun about this. Now, it gets tiring after a while. Nobody, it's when you argue politics, nobody ever goes, you know, you're right. I'm going to be a Republican. You know what? You're right. I'm going to be a Democrat. Like, it never happens. It's a sport. You go back and forth. And and if you're there with Michael Jordan and you're in the trenches with Mike, you're not changing. You're going to go wire to wire. You're, you're not. You're just going to go, nope, Mike's the greatest of all time. Mike never missed a game-winning shot. No, he did. <laughs> Paul, you're going to give me examples. Paulie thinks it's actually true. Still waiting for details. On I that. went back and looked at the Seattle Supersonic series, and Michael didn't play well. I thought Seattle was a better team. You see my head? Just- Sorry, Paul. Sorry, you got whiplash there. I think Mike shot 41%. And, like, he wasn't great. I thought Sean Kemp at times was the best player on the floor. Uh, but, you know, you, you don't think of Mike not having a great game. LeBron's had some incredible games. Absolutely incredible games. But we only look at what he didn't do. We don't look at what he does. With Mike, we look at what he did not what he didn't do. And that's where it's not fair. I, I you know, you, you're, can, you can make an argument if you said, who do you have to take, you know, number one pick overall. I can take Kareem. And, and you have nobody who can stop Kareem. No one. And I can have, you know, young Kareem was a guy who was going 31, 16, and four, you know, block shots. It's, it's a fun argument. It's a fun discussion. But it's not winnable either way. Now, you can say scoreboard with Jordan, a six titles. Okay. LeBron, to me, but, you know, LeBron learned. Kobe learned. They, they learned from Michael. You know, they watched. It's, and now you're going to have a whole new generation of players learning from Steph Curry. They're, they're not learning from LeBron. You, it, you can't be 6'8", you know, 285 pounds. But you can be 6'3", 180 and do what Steph does in your mind. But you can't go, hey, I'm going to be LeBron. Like, when you play in the backyard, who goes, hey, I'm LeBron? You're not. Hey, I'm, I'm Jordan. Well, no, you're not. Hey, I'm Vince Carter. No, you're not. Hey, I'm Steph Curry. Okay. Anybody can fire from three-point range. And now they want you to do that. So... It's fun to have this discussion. The documentary and how we're going to look at Jordan, I'm curious about. This is what I'm really interested in. How, what we think of Jordan, when this is all said and done, it's a whole new generation seeing this. And you're going to see it as it was happening in real time. And I don't think you're going to like what you see with Michael Jordan, the personality-wise. But if I'm Michael Jordan, I don't care what you think. I didn't care then. I don't care now. Unless he's saying... You know, I'm getting older. I like to have a little softer image. If you think that way, 
wait till you see him when he has the tablet with Isaiah Thomas talking about him and the Bulls. And he basically wants to kick his butt. Now he wants to do that. It, 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 he's not softening his image. Yeah, Paul. Do you guys think there could be some of the opposite reaction to the Jordan documentary after seeing how competitive and not friendly he was to t- uh, even teammates and competition? People are going to say, you know, this new generation, they could use a little bit of that. This younger generation of athlete, instead of being so friendly and partnering and all this stuff, why don't they be more like Mike and more uh, more of an assassin and more instead of uh, mar- concerned about marketing and being friendly with each other? I could see that direction as well. I'm all for it, but you know, I've been saying that before where long time with, you know, I don't, I, I don't want to be friends with you. I can be friends at, but not on the court, but, and that's the way Michael was. That's the way bird was. You know I mean? They magic and Isaiah were friends, which I didn't like that. You know, you can be friends, but you know, I don't, I don't need that where you kiss him on the cheek before a game. Like, you know what? Kiss him. On a, on the cheek in the tunnel before again. Like you now, let's go out and play. You want to kill him, All right? Your friends. I I would never. If you're my friend on the court, you're not my friend. And that's the way Michael approached everything. He couldn't do it nowadays. It's not PC, and that's the shame of this. Like LeBron is perfect for today. Michael would not be perfect for today. Like we would marble at Jordan. We wouldn't love Jordan. Because you'd be like, oh, that guy's a jerk, man. Did you hear he, he punched Steve? Who punches Steve Kerr? I'm like, uh, I don't know. Michael Jordan. Uh, I asked this to Fritzy. Uh, things to know about year-end NFL Player Association Top 50 <laughs> Players Sales List. Okay, I don't care at the end of the year. I want to know about Brady in Tampa. Who cares about this list? I need the updated list. Patrick Mahomes moved past Tom Brady into the number one position, the official list of top-selling players from March 1st, 2019 to February 29th, 2020. Okay. I want to know. It's kind of an interesting little tidbit. When did, Brady's been number one the last couple of years. When did Brady go to Tampa? I understand. Yeah, that, these, no, these numbers are very skewed because yeah, I don't care sure it skyrocketed now that he's uh, – wearing the Bucks jersey. Who doesn't have a jersey in New England of Brady? And how many people around the league are buying Patrick Mahomes jersey? If, you, if you're just getting around to buying, buying a Brady jersey, come on. Yeah, this, this guy's going to make it. This, this Brady, is, let's get one for the sun. This is stupid. It is. It is. It's stupid. It's stupid. I want to know, Brady is going to have the number one jersey this year, I'm guessing. That that would be interesting. And now, if if Mahomes was going to have the number one jersey, I'd say, wow. Even with Brady, you know, going to Tampa, because you know, New England fans are buying Tom Brady Buccaneer jerseys. That's what I find interesting as well. All right, uh, Todd's scoreboard is seven and twenty. Every seven day 20. we have a Todd scoreboard contest where you win some T-shirts. Ryan in New Haven, Connecticut is today's winner. Seven and 20. And the clue is, which, which no one got uh, as far as the winner, Lumberjacks. Like Walmart, this is Lumberjacks would be your clue for this. Seven, 20. Mm-hmm. Mike one involves, Sch- oh, go ahead. Mike Schmidt, number 20. 20, 1976, which was the play of the day, that uh, four consecutive home run game to come back to beat the Cubs in 10 innings at Wrigley is the second number, number 20. Okay. 
Number seven is a this date in history involving lumberjacks, which kind of sounds like a baseball person. Mickey Mantle. It was New York Yankee Mickey Mantle's first game on this date, 1951. He went one for four. The Mick, of course, number seven. All right. Mick Set. and Schmidt. All right. Thank you, Todd. Would you stay on that Jersey story for me with uh, Tom Brady? I'm working hard on that. I'm sweating it out. You, you put me on the stand. I felt terrible that I was. I gave you some information, and then you called on me to explain it, and I was ill-prepared <laughs> to give you any information other than forwarding you a story from Variety. You know what's great, though? You admit you finally admitted that you were ill-prepared for that. Where Which I hate to do. I just wanted you to. I didn't. I didn't know why you sent it to me because I said there's no news here. And I certainly didn't know why you were going to put me on the spot there and then Seton try to bail me out by joining you and saying, tell me, who ordered the code red? With the Answer the question, Todd. <laughs> I ordered the code red! <laughs> yes, Seton. Should have just thrown Mario under the bus oh, like you normally been doing. All else fails, exactly throw have. Mario under the bus. Uh, just got this. Career stats uh, for uh, steals per game. Michael Jordan, 2.35. LeBron, 1.60. I don't know how many times Mike was first-team All-NBA defense, but I'm going to guess he probably had a good decade run there. I'm gonna, and I think he was Defensive Player of the Year as well. But it's fun, fun to discuss. Robin Ohio joins us. Hey, Rob, what do you have for me today? Hey, Dan, a long time, first time. I'm listening to you from back in the uh, Rob Dibble days. But uh, – I just had a question. I think that when we're talking about Jordan and uh, and LeBron, nobody ever talks about the level of defense that was played. I mean, because if you think about the NBA in the 80s and the 90s, that was a, a, a rough era. I mean, so how would today's players, could they hold up to that? I mean, when you're going against uh, Barkley and Charles Oakley and Patrick Ewing, and there's a lot of elbows and whatnot thrown back in those days. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's guys who wouldn't be – if guys were – from this era, played back then, or had a sampling of that, they'd be like, "Hey, what? Are, hey, what are you doing? Hey, that's mean. That hurts. Hey, call foul on him." There was so much that went on back then. Uh, it, it wasn't great basketball from the standpoint of you were allowed to beat up the star players, and you know they they created the Jordan rules. The Pistons were going to put Mike on his back, and back then, you know, we didn't had flagrant ones and twos and. You know, you had playoff fouls. You had regular season fouls. It, it was different. And if you can't hand check, and I'll go back to when Phil Jackson put out his his book, and uh, I, I said, how would Jordan do in today's game? And he said, you know, he'd average, I think he said 40 or 45 points a game. You couldn't put your hands on him. Uh, Jordan, all for, uh, first team all defense, nine times in his career. LeBron James, Six times, uh, f- uh, five on the first team and one second team. Although he's, he, he became a lazy defender last year. Um, but he does have that ability, obviously, to make big plays. We've seen that. All right, we'll take a break. The commissioner of the PGA Tour, Jay Monahan, will join us coming up. His thoughts on, you know, they played that opening round of the Players' Championship. And that was always, that was kind of strange because you thought, boy, they're going to be able to pull this off because you had fans there. You have a lot of fans there in Florida for that event. And they played that first round and then that was it. I was curious what went into that decision. And now you have the PGA Championship. You know, that's back on the board. You have uh, the U.S. Open, but you're going to have a, a, you know, a golf tournament in uh, Texas, Dallas, Fort Worth, the Colonial. And that's going to be first week in June. Feels aggressive. 
are you going to have fans? Uh, you're going to have robotic cameras? Like, what, what exactly can you do? What's different about golf coming up? Uh, I said to Bubba Watson yesterday, why don't you guys carry your own bag? <laughs> I think that'd be fun. Because you get that big bag, but if you have to carry your own bag, you'll get one of those real small travel bags. That big bag... Nobody, nobody, like the bags I have over here, the, the staff bag that I have, you don't go to that, the golf course, unless you're Rodney Dangerfield in, uh, uh, what, uh, Caddyshack. Yeah, Paul. Wait, Callaway was nice enough to give us staff bag years ago, and, and I went up to uh, Vermont. I was playing golf with some friends. I'm, you know what I am. I am a C- minus at best as a golfer, and that's probably being kind. I walk in with this brand new Callaway staff bag. Not good. I think the tag was still on it. Not good. It's just a total poser. Not good. Yeah, been there. Not good. <laughs> I look cool. And, and yeah. you know, you had Dan Patrick's show logo on the bag. and uh, The clubs saw the stickers on them. Yeah. Just unwrapping <laughs> yeah. them right there. The plastic wrap was yeah. still on the face of the club. All right, phone calls coming up. Take a break. Uh, 21 after the hour. Dan Patrick's show. You check things all the time, email, your Instagram, but what about checking something as important as your credit? Discover makes it quick and easy. Best of all, it's free. Discover is now offering FICO credit scores, the score used by 90% of top lenders, and they do it for free, even if you're not a customer. Checking your score won't hurt your credit, and you can check each month for changes. The Discover credit scorecard, it's free for everyone. Learn more at discover.com slash credit scorecard. That's discover.com slash credit scorecard. Limitations apply. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last-minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens... You need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like copays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new infinity qx80 is unlike any luxury suv you've ever seen Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep, right? That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. The headaches, the cost, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, and brings it onto one platform. One source of truth. So you're only paying for that. It reduces IT costs because NetSuite lives in the clouds. No hardware required. Accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash Patrick right now and save NetSuite.com slash Patrick. I saw where it felt like golf was moving closer towards coming back. And then I saw where we may have golf, hopefully have golf in the beginning of June as we welcome the commissioner. Commissioner, how are you? Dan, it's great to hear your voice. And uh, it's, it's, uh, we're hanging in there. Where are you right now? I am, I am at TPC Sawgrass making this phone call from uh, the Players' Championship Media Center. Uh, take me back to the Players' Championship, because you played that opening round. What went into that? Dis- how much discussion did you have before the players? You know, we had, um, we, we had started to – we've got a crisis management team that, uh, has, that, we, that meets weekly that had been meeting on, on this subject over really the two prior weeks. And we started to talk about the potential impacts, but candidly, Dan, we were thinking it was further down the road. Okay. And we came into the week. Uh, we we began our practice rounds, and on Wednesday, the eve, you know, of our first round, I came out of a reception that we were hosting. I looked at my phone, and the NBA had uh, had postponed their season, and so we went into a period really of of thirty hours where. We made the decision, one, to play Friday without fans um, and then ultimately decided on Thursday night late that just based on, you know, the rapid 
escalation of this coronavirus that we needed to cancel for the safety of our players and our fans. What is the game plan now as we target the first week in June at Colonial? The game plan is to continue to spend a lot of time uh, on our to make certain that we're creating the you know safest, most responsible environment for our players. We've announced that we're going to play without spectators. Uh, we need to refine our testing system, our testing protocols, again, to ensure that safety. We're looking at all, every single movement and interaction to create the safest environments for players, caddies, and uh, media members that will be broadcasting the event and other key constituents, uh, and continue to really look, Dan, at what's happening in that marketplace. So work with local city state officials, make sure that everything that we're doing is validated and supported. uh, And that as we get closer and closer, that we're in position to execute the event, but we're, you know, we recognize that we're also operating in a world of uncertainty. So, you know, looking at all the different scenarios that can play out um, and and how we're going to respond and handle to them, handle them. But for us, we felt like, you know, our sport does lend itself very well to social distancing. Mm-hmm. We think this is the right approach to come back. Um, and at the same time, you know, we, we felt it was important to be able to show, show our players and our fans what the schedule would be through the end of the year, uh, assuming that we can get the right systems in place. How much conversation have you had with the president of the United States on this? Uh, we've had, I've had, I actually had conversations during the week of the players as we were deciding what we were going to do right then and there. And I was fortunate alongside a number of other leaders in our industry to be invited to a conference call a couple weekends ago and then to uh, this committee that he's formed on the reemergence, revitalization of our country, a committee of, of sports leaders. And it's an honor to be on it. And it's, it's also wonderful, Dan. You cover so many sports, have done so brilliantly over your career. There aren't too many times when when our industry comes together to t- to tackle and to problem you know to problem solve, and that's one of the things that we're doing across leagues, across leadership, and to have the support of our government right now is incredibly helpful. What would change that time frame, June uh, in uh, in uh, Texas? You know, I, I think I think um, you know. You just look at what happens on the ground there. So it, it really depends on where we are, you know, with cases. Well, that event is in Fort Worth in particular, and, and where we are with the virus in that marketplace, where we are, you know, across the country, where we are with testing. We need, we're going to be reliant on uh, large-scale and rapid response testing, and we feel like we're going to be able to, administer a program that's going to that, that will allow us to ensure to the greatest degree possible a safe and responsible environment but we're going to need you know we're going to need the support of everybody on the ground in that marketplace and we're going to need to know that we're comfortable that um for those that are on property that we feel like we've created the safe environment that we intend to the first thing i thought of was you have an international field your stars are all over the world to get them to be Coming back to the United States, I don't know how many of these players are, are outside of the country. And then to fly back in, what, what kind of hurdles uh, are you looking at with getting everybody to be in one city at, at the same time? 
Well, well, to that point, we have 93 players from 28 countries, and we have been in close contact with all of our athletes uh, since we left the Players' Championship. Right now, we believe we have 25 players that are outside the U.S. Uh, in roughly 35 caddies. So, you know, we're going to have to make certain that we're doing everything we can, you, you know, everything we can to be of help to them as they seek to come back and continue to monitor travel restrictions border closures and other things that, that will be a consideration for them as they look to return. You know, the beauty is that if we're able to play under this schedule, uh, our players can't play every single week. Um, so, you know, we've announced a schedule that takes us through the end of this FedEx Cup season, Labor Day weekend, and, and all the way up through, through December. So we're, we're hopeful based on what we're hearing that we'll be able to be, you know, to get our players back here and give them enough time to prepare. Uh, particularly those that are seeking to return the week of the Charles Schwab Challenge. I did say to Bubba Watson yesterday, I said, why don't you guys carry your own bags so we don't even have caddies out there? Mm-hmm. What do you think? What did, what did Bubba say? Well, he was okay, but I think he needs help reading putts and things like that, it sounded like. <laughs> Listen, I think, I think uh, the role that our caddies play you – know, caddies are essential as it relates to the competitive performance of players and uh, – and, and, and we, we feel like we can create the, the right environment for the player-caddy relationship when we return. But your point, your point is, I think, it really hits on the exercise that we're going through, literally looking at every single movement that a player and a caddy has from the moment that they land you know, in that, you know, at that airport to the moment that they leave and really thinking through what are the steps that we can take to create the safest, most responsible environment? You really can't leave anything for chance when you have this amount of uncertainty in front of us. Commissioner, it's good to talk to you. Hope you're well, and uh, hopefully we get golf back here soon. Dan, always great to talk to you. Thanks for the great work you and the team do. Thank you. That's uh, Jay Monahan, PGA Tour Commissioner. And he included the team. boy. Yeah, but I think that's because... Seton's wife knows the commissioner. Were they? Did they go to high school? Or they, they, yeah, I, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. So I think that's what he's really saying. Hey, Aaron's husband, <laughs> Seton O'Connor, is what that's really. All right, get the group involved though. Yeah, I'm all about it. Yeah, I'm not as much, but yeah, that's good. Get the, <laughs> get, the you know, get the team here. All it takes is one person. That's why this is so tenuous. One person tests positive, then all of a sudden. You go back to square one. If you have baseball, somebody test positive. I know you're gonna. Everybody's gonna have testing there by that time and all that stuff. It's just one person test positive, and it's a house of cards here. I'd love to have golf back. No spectators. I'd make the players carry their own bags. I'd have robotic cameras out there. You know, another thing. Who's gonna grab? You know, you grab the flag. Who's grabbing the, the flag to take it out? And then are you, do you have to wear gloves? I, there's, it's small little things that you don't even think of when you play golf. Yeah, McLovin. You know, I felt a little more confident after hearing him. It sounded like he had at least a common sense plan. Not that it's going to work, but did it, I kind of bought a little bit of it. At least felt hope. Oh, I want to have hope here, but I also deal in reality. And that, that's where I just want to make sure other things in the world are safe. Before I go, man, I could really use some live sports. Like I'm going to watch the is the WNBA draft. Is that this weekend? Is that tonight? I think it's tonight. Okay, I I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch Bosch 
uh, you know, I think it's season six of Bosch coming back. But uh, I think I'm watching the WNBA draft tonight to see my girl, Sabrina Ionescu, go to the, uh, the New York team. What are they called? The Liberty? Yes. Yeah. Yes, McLaughlin. I woke up this morning. All of Twitter was excitement for Bosch. There are so many fans who are fired up for tonight. Are you going to watch it all at once? or is Bosch is like old school detective in Los Angeles. And uh, I think it's Titus Welliver is the star. And he's really good. There's some really good characters on there. Uh, his partner, Jerry, is from uh, uh, The Wire. I don't, I don't know what role he played in The Wire, but uh, he, he's there. It's, it's a really good show. I think it's, it's sneaky good. Uh, but if you want to give that a chance and uh, check out Bosch, yeah, Paul. Jamie Hector plays Jerry Edgar. Yeah. In Bosch, he was uh, Marlo in The Wire. Okay. Last few seasons of The Wire, he was a drug kingpin. Yeah. You want no part of Marlo? Well, there are a lot of people you didn't want a part of in yeah. The Wire. Mar- Marlo's crew is tough. Yeah. Uh, Brandon in Ohio is the big winner. He had 55% of the vote. He uh, won the Meet Madness. He uh, gave us the Biggie song, did a wonderful job with that, and uh, we'll get a Traeger girl out to him. We had over 2 million votes in the uh, Meet Madness. Thank you for all those who took part. And the competition was stiff because we had eight seeds that were taken out number one seeds. Really, really wonderful. And I think next year, Seton's idea, so blame him. Original songs. Maybe we have artists who come up with original songs, like singer-songwriters, the way it used to be. Yeah, Seton. And there's no saying that the original song has to be good. I mean, some oh, are going to no. be better than others, but we could take the bad ones just as well as as much as we could take the good ones. Yeah, but just it's original this next time. Yeah, sometimes it's better if it's bad. Yeah. But but that's next year. That's that's next year. I got a, a another competition coming up. Uh, maybe it's next week, if not a week after that, that I think will be uh, very interesting for you and uh, have that for you. Uh, hopefully next week, if not the week after that. Meet Friday. Uh, welcome to the Traegerhood by Select Grills between now and April 26th. Get a grill cover, two bags of pellets free. Go to TraegerGrills.com slash DP show or visit a participating dealer to get yours today. Let me go to Kyle in New Hampshire. Hi, Kyle. Dan, it's good to talk to you. Hi, Kyle. What's on your mind? 510, 210. So, listen, I've been uh, watching NBA religiously for about 30 years, so I don't have quite the, uh, uh, the resume that you do. Uh, but I am fascinated by the, the GOAT debate. And uh, I got a bone to pick with you first. <laughs> and then a quick bone to pick with Isaiah. All right. I'll start with you. Okay. I'll start with you. All, All right. right. All right. You made the comment that you think LeBron can score in a wider variety of ways than Jordan. And I got to tell you, man, that's just crazy talk. I'm not saying LeBron doesn't have a nice repertoire, but when it comes to shot making and the repertoire that Jordan had, I would just ask that you go back and sort of refresh your memory on YouTube because there's plenty of material there for you to do so. Well, Mike wasn't a deep shooter. Mike wasn't a deep shooter. Mike was a mid-range jumper. But there's a misconception that LeBron is a significantly better outside shooter when he's about a 34 career percent uh, three-point shooter. Jordan shot 32 for his career. Yeah, but I'm talking about volume. I'm talking about that ability to do that. LeBron, LeBron can do – he can play center and point guard. 
Yes, absolutely. He can play it but offensively and defensively. Variety of scoring moves, Dan, which is which was the implication. Variety of ways you could put the ball in the basket. Yeah. Let's be honest about it. LeBron's primary move his whole career has been putting his head down and barreling to the lane, and there's no shame in that. It's a great move. It's effective. But in terms of variety, you got to go back and take a look at Mike on YouTube because it's not even close. I think you're so underrating what LeBron James has done. I, I do. I, I, I Look, Jordan is spectacular. But, you know, his ability on offense is better than Michael's because if I also factor in passing the ball, he's a better offensive weapon from the ability of making people better. Jordan didn't make people better unless he, you know, was browbeating them. When you say that's fair? Making repertoire. What? I think that's fair, yeah. But okay. strictly for shot-making repertoire, it's Mike all day, and it's not even close. Well, I'll, I'll disagree, because I think that when we factor it off, and thanks for the phone call, Kyle. I could tell where Kyle was leading up to something, where he was going to say something nice, and then he was going to say something that wasn't. I've been in this business long enough to know that here, 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 there it is. There it is. I'm a big fan, blah, 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 blah. But I'm going to have a bone to pick with you. I, I, I just think LeBron is underrated with people because there is a negativity attached to him for some reason. No negativity to Michael Jordan. When's the last time somebody, you know, had something negative to say about Mike? I'll wait. LeBron, every single game. Every single game. Nobody criticized Mike. Yes, he... To be fair, though, Michael Jordan never missed a shot. That's true. So... You're right. It was tough to criticize him in those moments. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Paul. Never missed a shot in the playoffs. I heard he missed some <laughs> in the regular season, just to be fair. If I just said offensive weapon, LeBron's going to be probably the all-time leading scorer. So you can't say, boy, the guy can't score. He, and he's got one move? So a guy with one move might be the all-time leading scorer in the history of the game. Hmm. Imagine if he had like a second move. How many he would have scored? How great is, is LeBron on the break? Yes, McLovin. Didn't Kareem only have one move? Not to be mean. Yes. I think Kareem's underrated, too. We forget, He's the most unstoppable guy in the history of basketball. He is. And I know that Mike didn't shoot as many threes. He's got half as many, a third as many three-pointers as LeBron does. But, you know, back then you weren't shooting threes. Now, did Michael have a better-looking shot? Yes, he did. But I, I think we underrate LeBron. We do. Because everything Mike did was the best that anybody's ever done, apparently. And LeBron, yeah, but he's not Mike. Yeah, but he's not Magic. Yeah, but he's not Kobe. He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not. Take a break. It's time for us to have some French dip on the Traeger Grill. Send you into the weekend after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. Basketball fans know that things can be a little crazy this time of the year. Anything can happen. Last minute buzzer beaters, gaps in health coverage. But when the last one happens, you need Affleck to help you bounce back from the expenses health insurance doesn't cover. You may have seen the Affleck duck working with some pretty famous coaches, but did you know Affleck is a leader in supplemental insurance? Look, health insurance wasn't designed to cover everything, so when an illness or injury happens, you can be hit with medical bills 
that some people don't have the cash on hand to pay. That's where Affleck comes in to help. When you're sick or injured, bills can rack up fast. Affleck pays cash that can be put towards medical expenses like co-pays or even non-medical expenses like groceries or rent. It's never a good idea to try to play through an injury or illness, and that's why you got to level up your defense. When there's gaps in health coverage, Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope, I was wrong. Hmm. Because then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. I don't want to say this French dip is great, but this French dip that we just put on the Traeger grill earlier today is great. Paulie, how's your French dip? I'm actually holding on to it until I could really you know, get into it. Oh. Elbows on the table, mm. a little privacy, because it's going to be a mess. Uh, what are you guys having at uh, your uh, houses? Oh. Todd, what are you having today for lunch? I have a salami sandwich on an onion oh. while waiting for me, which does not sound quite as exciting as what you guys got going on. Well, what about you, McLovin? 
Chicken soup out of a can. Okay. <laughs> All right. What about you, Seton? Uh, I'm hearing word of some type of tuna fish situation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this this uh, French dip is really good. It's really good. It's really good. Did I did I mention it was really good that we All made right. on the Traeger Grill? Really good. Good. It's a good way to go into the weekend. A little French dip there. This day in sports history, what do you have for me, Paul? 1945, a man named Pete Gray made his Major League debut of baseball with the St. Louis Browns. One, age, one arm. Age 30. Yes, Dan, he had one arm, Pete Gray. So at age 30, he made his Major League debut. And as a six-year-old in Pennsylvania, he lost his arm in a wagon accident. Mm. And his he was right-handed, lost his right arm, learned how to play left-handed, uh, tried to join the Army at one point in his life. They wouldn't let him in. He played minor league baseball, bounced around, and finally finished his career by playing half a season with the St. Louis Browns and hit 218 with one arm. And what Jordan hit? Come on. Oh, no, my bad. Too soon. No, it's my bad. <laughs> All right, it's my bad. That's called a call back. It's, it's my bad. Full circle. Yeah, it's my bad. All right. I'm standing up for all the others since this is going to be Michael Jordan's month here you know, with the documentary. All right. Is that it? That's it. That's it for That's this day one. in sports history? Pete Gray, one arm. All right. We also had Mike Schmidt hit four home runs on this day. Mickey Mantle, uh, what did he do on this day, Todd? Mickey Mantle's first game, and I was oh, okay. I was corrected by social media that he initially wore number six, and then we know him as number seven. So technically, you know, I guess for that at least that first game for a little while he was number six. So isn't that in uh, that. in the Billy Crystal '61 movie? I think you're Don't right. Don't they so talk I about seven that? and twenty? But for that particular date, it's really six and twenty. But I also think you know Pete Maravich came into the NBA. And I think he was 44 in college. He was 19. That was his number, I think, when he first got there. Then I think he might have gone 44 and then 7. But he changed his number around uh, a little bit there. Final results of the poll question, McLevin. Okay, I'll give, give you his last place favorite, uh, Danette City Food. Minus oh. 4% said pork roll in New Jersey. <laughs> pork, pork, <laughs> pork roll. <laughs> Pock off. Pock off. Pock off. Oh, by the way, the new cartoon, the animations we've been doing, have to do with Fritzy's <laughs> pork off. Sausage off. Sausage off. Pork, pork off. Sausage off. Sausage off. Pork, sausage off. I was going to say, <laughs> that's, so that's actually become my favorite oh, part of it. Because you know what's right around the corner. <laughs> Uh, uh, what did you learn on today's program, Todd? Craig Kilborn had deep range on the basketball court. He played at Montana State. Yep, yeah, yeah, he was good. He was a good player. Uh, McLevin, what did you learn? Apparently, Isaiah is not going to like this documentary. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't look like that. Seton O'Connor. Uh, in case you are interested in educating yourself on the greatness of Michael Jordan, go to YouTube and yeah. uh, catch up on some highlights. And I could catch up on all of his uh, his plays, <laughs> all of his offensive moves. Paulie, what'd you learn? As much as I want to watch the Michael Jordan documentary, I'd rather watch Isaiah Thomas watching the Michael Jordan documentary. <laughs> what did I learn, Todd? You learned and still remember Stuart Scott extremely Booyah! He'd have his forearm out and put the full court press on you. Get some more information on that Tom Brady jersey sales, okay, okay over the weekend. Have your French dip over. Uh, what we learned brought to you by LegalZoom. They take care of your estate plan without you leaving your home. Learn more at LegalZoom. Be safe, be smart. Talk to you Monday. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.